The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 34, The Downfall of Leadership. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello, my friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I say every single time, I greatly appreciate the fact that you're listening into this content and know that you could be spending your time doing lots of other things, but you've chosen to spend it with me and the content here at Rookie Leaders. And I thank you so much for doing that. Today, I want to talk to you about what I consider to be the downfall of leadership. What I consider to be kind of the number one reason that leaders tend to fail to lead effectively. I'm oftentimes kind of asked this question of, you know, what's the biggest struggle leaders have, or, it, you know, what is their what is their their downfall? And I believe I've identified that with years and years of experience, and will address a number of uh, questions related to some scenarios regarding this downfall of leadership. But before I jump into that, let me take care of a couple of really, really important housekeeping items. On the day of public uh, publishing this particular uh, podcast episode, there's only one day remaining to register for our masterclass. Our masterclass is entitled How to Become the Leader Everyone Loves and Wants to Follow. It's a live webinar. It's a live masterclass. It's going to be hosted on Thursday, September the 24th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. It's a live class. You can uh, answer, you know, ask questions and get uh, answers to your questions there. And so I'm going, th this episode of the podcast is publishing on Wednesday, September the 23rd. So you literally have just hours to register for that uh, master class. So be sure that you do that. Head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash masterclass credibleleaders.com forward slash masterclass and register for our masterclass that's coming up just tomorrow, right? If you happen to miss, if you're listening to this podcast after that, you can still head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash masterclass. You can register there and we will send you a recording of that live masterclass. So be sure you do that. Don't, don't, uh, you can even pause the podcast now if you want. Head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash masterclass and jump into that webinar. You don't want to miss it. I really hope that you can attend live because that's where you'll get the most value from, from this content. It, when you can engage with other people that will be in the masterclass and myself, 
when you can engage and ask questions and, and learn together in that type of live environment, you're going to get the most value out of it. So be sure you do that. Credibleleaders.com forward slash masterclass. And you can register for that. Do that right away. Now I'll save the other housekeeping items for later. Let's jump into what I consider to be the downfall of leadership. What I see happen the most as it relates to a failure in leadership is ego. Uh, a big ego is it's oftentimes the signal of, you know, the beginning of the end of, of a leader and their credibility and their effectiveness uh, in leading their team. If they have a big ego and the, and the reason for that is ego it disables many of the characteristics that you need to be a great leader. Many of the characteristics that you need to be a great leader are completely disabled when you let ego get in the way. Um, and, you know, we can describe ego, but, uh, you know, ego, in my opinion, is when you think more highly of yourself than you do others. Right? When you're thinking more highly of yourself or you consider maybe your ideas to always be better than others, or you consider your thoughts to be more valuable than others. And, and oftentimes ego is also, it's an emotional state. It can be an emotional state as well. So ego can rear its ugly head, you know, maybe during a, a heated debate or a heated argument. And ego can get in the way of rational thought, of logical thought. And, and, and so what happens in those situations is the, is the emotions, uh, you know, start to, to, to run high and, and ego kind of takes over. And as a leader, you're more interested in protecting your ego. You're more uh, interested in protecting your idea or protecting your image as a strong leader, maybe. Uh, you're more interested because of the high emotions in protecting those things about yourself than you are to doing the best thing for the team or coming up with the best idea, the best solution to a problem, whatever it might be. Oftentimes your ego is getting in the way of that. And again, it prevents certain characteristics of a great leader. And so what I wanted to do is, is talk through some of those characteristics that if you have a, an extremely high ego, these characteristics can be um, disabled or prevented, uh, prevent you from exercising these characteristics. Now, before I actually, before I jump into those characteristics that are disabled by ego, let me also explain or, or kind of differentiate the difference between ego and maybe, uh, you know, confidence. Confidence is very, very important in a leader. Uh, but that confidence can't go to the point of arrogance, right? And oftentimes arrogance and ego are sometimes, you know, those words can be used interchangeably at times, somewhat incorrectly, but, but those words are, are, are considered interchangeable at times. Someone is really, really arrogant or someone has a really, really high ego or big ego. Those things are, those terms are used oftentimes to, the, to describe the same thing. Uh, but I'm not talking about a leader that, that has confidence. These characteristics are hindered. In fact, if you are confident, then these characteristics of a great leader, you're going to exercise them even more, right? But again, oftentimes the, the emotional state of a, of a big ego 
will prevent these characteristics that you need as a leader. So let's go through those. So the first one, um, it's, I, I guess maybe it could be considered the opposite of having a big ego. Humility is a huge characteristic of a great leader. A great leader must be humble. You know, I'm oftentimes asked the question in a, in a couple of couple of different forms. Uh, I'm asked the question in, in my leadership teaching. Oftentimes, someone will want to go back to my military experience my, in, in the Marine Corps and and ask me about, you know, what does what does humility look like in the Marine Corps? Because because the the conception is that or, or the misconception is that um, leadership in the military is all about rank. And, and that type of thing, which rank is obviously important, but I'll submit to you that great leaders, even in the Marine Corps, they're very humble. Another form of this question, oftentimes that I will use humility is a question where someone t asks the question around, I'm much younger than some of my team members. And so how can I, you know, how can I lead these team members that are much older than me? have more experience maybe in the team or in the in the in the business than I do. And my answer to both the military question as well as the uh, a young leader question is it's around humility, it's around being humble. You know, it happens a lot in the military where you know, if you're familiar with the military, you know that you have enlisted ranks and then you have officer ranks. And really the only difference there is the officer ranks uh, they have a college degree, and they've gone to officer candidate school. Uh, th they've gone to additional leadership training in an officer candidate school or something like that. But oftentimes what happens is you have an individual, you have a, a, a lieutenant, first or second lieutenant, as it would be in the, in the Marine Corps. They've gone to college, and they've gone to officer candidate school, and then they get assigned to a unit. And when they get to that unit, they have enlisted members that – for, for which they are in charge, but those enlisted members are, have many more years in the Marine Corps or the Army, Navy, whatever it might be. Those enlisted members have many more years than this lieutenant that is now being assigned to this platoon or this company. And, and he's in charge, right? He's the boss. He's the leader, but he has these team members that uh, much older than him, and have much more experience than him and have been in the, the military, been in this unit much longer than he has. Now, when he when when that lieutenant shows up, he has one of two choices. He can show up and he can use the rank that's on his collar and his title and his authority, and he can allow ego to take over and he can be, you know, demanding and and just, you know, just he, he's not listening. He's uh, all these other characteristics of, of leadership. He's not willing to do. He's just wanting to lord over his team members, this rank or this authority that he now has. Or the other option is he goes in with a humble attitude, recognizing that he has team members much older than him, that he has team members that have much more experience than him, has team members that have much more influence over other team members than he currently has, and he can be humble and work with those other team members, right? So humility is a huge characteristic of a great leader, and big ego will prevent 
humility. A big ego will prevent humility. Secondly, let me share this one with you, listening. So I, I talked about this one just a little bit, you know, the lieutenant coming into a new platoon and he's got a platoon sergeant and been, been in the, the platoon for years. Uh, and, and if he's not willing to listen to that platoon sergeant, then he's going to miss out on a lot of great knowledge. He's going to miss out on a lot of great experience. He's going to miss out on a lot of, uh, you know, great ideas from this person on his team, this, this senior person on his team. Yes, he outranks them. And yes, technically he's in charge. He's the leader, but by not listening, we're missing out on all those opportunities to lead well, to lead in a, in a very effective way. And what happens with ego, big ego, it prevents us as leaders from listening to our team. We think we know what's best. And maybe our idea is actually best. But we still need to be listeners, right? As great leaders, we need to listen to our people. If, if we don't listen, as I was saying earlier, if we don't listen, we may not get the best idea out on the table for solving a problem. Uh, if we don't listen, even if our idea of solving the problem is the best idea, if we don't listen to our team members, then we won't get buy-in from them on whatever the plan is. So whatever the team decides or you as the leader decide, whatever actions you decide to take, you won't have buy-in from your team members if you haven't first listened to them. And so that's the second characteristic that a big ego prevents in you as a leader. It prevents you from listening to your team. Now, number three, I would say here is maybe it's a, a combination of two, collaboration and cooperation, right? These characteristics of a leader, a big ego will prevent, right? What I'm talking about here is this idea that even though I'm the leader, I'm in it with the team, okay? Yes, I'm the leader, but I'm not sitting up on my high castle and barking out orders and telling the team to go and do. No, rather as a leader, I'm in the trenches with you, right? I use the definition of leadership as influencing others towards a shared goal. The word shared in my definition, it has two, two meanings, two forms. First of all, shared meaning communicated, right? We have a goal and I've communicated that goal to you. But secondly, shared means we're in this together. And so I'm in this with you. Oftentimes, a big ego will prevent leaders from cooperation and collaboration with their team in achieving the goal. Leaders with big egos, they view certain activities or certain tasks that the team might need to do as beneath them. And they're not willing to do those things. Maybe you've heard the saying about leadership, don't ask your team to do something that you're not also willing to do. Well, I would submit to you, don't ask your team to do something that you're not doing, right? It's not just that you're willing to do them, that, but you are actually doing them, right? And so if you have a big ego, it's going to prevent that characteristic, that shared characteristic, that we're in this together characteristic of your leadership. So be careful with that. Number, let me see, number four here that I would share with you is a big ego will prevent stability in your leadership. It's very, very important that your team members are able to predict 
your behavior as a leader because of how stable you are, right? It's very important that your, your leader, or, or I'm sorry, your team members, they know that they can come to you, for instance, with a problem because you're not going to respond or react irrationally or emotionally. As I said earlier, ego is oftentimes an emotion more than anything, right? And so a big ego will prevent this stability in your leadership and your team members will oftentimes be questioning, well, how's he going to respond or how's he going to react to this information or this news? Should I even tell him about this? Because, you know, I'm not sure he'll respond rationally or, you know, he may explode uh, with this kind of information. And so you prevent that stability in your leadership when you have a big ego. And then last, I'll share this one. There's many other characteristics that are disabled by ego. But lastly, I will share this one. You disable your trustworthiness. As a leader, you have to be trustworthy. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to be open and honest and transparent with your team. You have to do the things that enable your team to completely trust you. And it's impossible for your team to trust you if you are holding on to a big ego all the time. Because if you're holding on to a big ego, you're not going to be vulnerable. You're not going to be open. You're not going to talk transparently about your fears or your failures or the mistakes you've made. You're not going to open yourself up, even expose yourself to the team this way. And therefore, they can't trust you, which is super important that your team trust you as a leader. And so if you are holding on to a big ego, then you need to recognize that you're not being trustworthy and your team can't trust you. And that's going to cause lots of problems related to teamwork within your team if every team member can't trust one another, especially if the team members can't trust their leader. So let me run through that list again really quickly. It's short five uh, characteristic list, but these are characteristics of great leaders that if you're carrying a big ego, you're preventing these characteristics in your leadership. The first one is humility. The second one is listening. The third is cooperation or collaboration. The fourth is stability. And five is trust. Number five is trust. You're preventing those characteristics in your leadership if you're holding on to a big ego. Now, let me transition. So that's how ego hinders your leadership. Let's talk quickly about what can you do? What can you do to ensure that you prevent this from happening? How do you prevent your ego from kind of taking over and pre, you know preventing you from being a great leader? Because the reality is we all have some level of ego. Every single one of us have some level of ego. Again, it's it's all it's an emotional state, if you will, and we all have it. Right? Even the the most insecure of us, in some ways, have an ego. Right? Again, it's not necessarily arrogance, but we have a an ego that we want to protect. Every single one of us have that. But how do we, as leaders, prevent that? Or how do we ensure that that doesn't uh, prevent us from being a great leader, right? How do we ensure our ego doesn't prevent us from being a great leader? Well, the first thing that I would share with you here is 
as the leader, you have to focus on the team. Your concern must be more for the team than it is for yourself. You know, the leader position is very much a sacrificial position. And what I mean by that, leadership being a sacrificial position, what I mean by that is you are willing to sacrifice yourself for the greater good of the team, okay? You are willing to give up the time, your own time, so that the team has time. You're willing to, uh, we talked about earlier when I talked about collaboration and cooperation, you're willing to do the most menial of tasks because you know it helps the team. Even though you're the leader, even though you've got the corner office, even though you don't have to do these things, you're going to sacrifice and do whatever is necessary for the good of the team. So again, your focus, your attention must be on the team and not on yourself. So how do we ensure that that happens? Now, I think I've shared on this podcast before, I'm a huge fan of what I call mental triggers, or there are things that I can do or say um, that will kind of trigger my mind, trigger my brain to behave the way I want to behave, okay? Uh, These mental triggers that are, are... they help me and they're necessary to help me to, uh, you know, behave the way I want to behave. And so what type of mental trigger can you utilize that keeps your focus on the team, right? That keeps you more concerned about the well-being and the success and the effectiveness of the team rather than your own success or your own effectiveness and so forth. So what are some of those mental triggers? I'll tell you the one that's so important to me, and I literally say this out loud. Um, I have uh, somewhat embarrassingly, but I've had team members actually catch me saying this out loud, and I'll oftentimes do this as I'm getting out of my vehicle to walk into the office, right? As I'm getting out of the vehicle, I'm walking across the parking lot, and I'm walking into the office, and two or three times... I will literally say out loud to myself, the team is more important than me, right? Take a few more steps. The team is more important than me, right? And by the time I get to the door of the office, I've said that to myself two or three times. And what that is, is that is a mental trigger for me that tells myself, I'm I'm literally telling myself that the needs of the team are more important than my needs, right? And so what that does is that enables me, that puts me in the right mindset to go into the office. Now I'm, I'm opening the door to the front of the office and I'm going in and it, it sets my mind in that mode to enable me to focus on the team and not focus on myself. You know, and then throughout the day, throughout the workday, um, certain occurrences can happen. And I have to remind myself of that sometimes. I have to, re- I have to recognize that the ego or, or the emotion of ego is is welling up in me, and I have to remind myself the team is more important than me. So I don't know what your mental trigger is, but figure that out and use that to put you in the mindset that enables you to set your ego aside, to be humble, 
to listen, to be cooperative and collaborative with your team, to, to remain steady and stable in your leadership, and to be trustworthy to your team members, right? It will enable all those things. So whatever that mental trigger is for you, it can be words that you say to yourself, just like me. Again, the team is more important than me. And it may be that you just need to say those things out loud to yourself to set your mind in, in, a, in, in the situation that you can set aside your ego and focus on your team, the well-being of your team and the individuals on your team. That's more important than you and your needs or your wants or your success even as a leader. If they succeed as a team, you've succeeded as a leader. Therefore, keep your focus on them, on the team members and their success. And then ultimately, you'll be successful as a leader as well. So there you have it. There's the characteristics that um, are disabled by a big ego. Very, very important characteristics that are disabled by, by ego characteristics that you need to be an effective leader and exactly how you overcome that. How do you ensure that big ego doesn't prevent your great leadership? You stay focused on the team and use whatever kind of mental triggers you need to ensure that you're staying focused on the team. I hope that's helped you. I hope that's help, helping you, you know, preventing you from making the big mistake. The downfall of most leaders is their ego. Ensure that you don't allow a big ego to hinder you and your leadership. Now, as I depart with you, depart from you here, let me share some housekeeping items. Be sure you subscribe to the podcast. I don't want you to miss a single episode. I've got some exciting stuff coming to the podcast with some guests uh, that I'm excited to share with you. Uh, enjoy, I greatly enjoy spending some time uh, with these individuals. And so I want to share that with you. So be sure you subscribe so that you don't miss a single one of those episodes. While you're subscribing to the podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rating and review. Whatever podcast directory you happen to be using, subscribe there, rate and review the podcast. Greatly appreciate that. And then, as I said in the beginning, don't miss the free masterclass that's coming up. It's coming up tomorrow at, at, the, at the point of this, publishing this episode. The masterclass will be tomorrow. Uh, if you're listening to this after Thursday, September the 24th, you've missed the masterclass or the live masterclass. You can still subscribe there and we will send you a recording of the masterclass. But if you're listening now prior to September the 24th of 2020, be sure you head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash masterclass and sign up for that live masterclass, how to become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. And I speak to you again next time. Be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you liked this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to CredibleLeaders.com.